1: Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. See if Erin can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that's to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is, after all, the person who can make that 10-day home loan approval guarantee a reality. Check her out on the web at com. B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it sounds, Team.com. So Jeff Howe joins us uh, for the notebook from across town. Uh, by the time you left the building, which is pretty late, like we did pretty late, uh, how inhospitable – was that weather when you went out and find uh two to three inches of snow and ice on your on your rental car when you walked out to the parking lot?
0: <laughs> no, I mean I will give uh, I'll give the fine public works department of the city of Des Moines props for uh, they know how to clear the streets and, and prep things up here. I wish we could take note of that down in Carfare uh-huh. Bird, but uh But no, they're gonna clear it up pretty quick. I, I you know, you got to the arena last night probably about a half hour before I did somewhere in there when uh-huh. i stepped off the shuttle when i stepped off the media shuttle to go into the building there was no mist it was like full-on snow at that point so wow you know, it got it got pretty dicey it got pretty dicey but uh and then there was a there was an iced over sidewalk i'm like you know the last thing i need is to wind up in the hospital with a bum tailbone so uh everything was good I mean, all all uh, hazards were diverted and uh i'll be honest with the listening audience craig i uh i've been burning the candle at both ends when I woke up this morning, I really had to think long and hard about what day it was. So <laughs> uh, it's, been, it's it's fun. I'm not I'm not complaining. It's fun, but it's one of those weeks where it might take you a minute every now and then to gather your bearings.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I would say I would say so. Uh, it was an evening made more fun, obviously, by what the Longhorns did in the game. How about your take on the uh, the things you did? And and uh, you know, I know we didn't we did not have you on the line yet. Uh, and I know sometimes you listen on the app, so I don't know if you we included your question there to uh, to uh, Marcus because you were ready, you were at the ready for the microphone to open the presser last night. I
0: uh, I heard that. Cam, Cameron, are you proud of me for for getting in there right off the bat?
1: I love it. <laughs> y- you know what? We've got we've got some more Jeff Howe uh, fr- uh, coming up uh, next hour with uh, with with another. Question, which I thought was very a very very salient point that uh, with your uh, uh, with another question that you had when you were asking about you asking Rodney Terry about uh, the emphasis, but you were you were one active dude last night on the presser uh, afterwards. How much of that uh, was was due to just a general um, inactivity uh, inactive? moment from the media or did you just have you know three uh burning questions ready to go
0: let me, let me eliminate any degree of professionalism you're trying to give me by mentioning you just didn't say duty
1: during this interview
0: so i just want to point that out and oh, you, okay i kind of that and maybe we need to turn that into a promo <laughs> okay. um now a little bit of both i mean nobody was raising their hand for questions so i'm like well I'm, you know i've got a couple of things i'd like to Get on the open here, so it, it's uh, it just depends, you know. Uh, I have been taking advantage of the open locker room access, so that's where I spend most of my time posting and had a couple of really good conversations with uh, Tyreek Hunter and, and Timmy Allen. And, and Timmy was pretty, uh, Timmy was pretty, uh, was an open book last night. Uh, you know, just talking about kind of his feelings from. And he was asked about you know RT, and I asked Timmy about what you know because a lot of the guys Craig kept talking about preparation, like the preparation. With RT at the helm has been on point. And, and you know, there's, as, uh, as my late father responded to saying, like, there, there, there are multiple ways to get a cast. And, uh, you know, how do you prepare? Like, what is it about the way RT does it? And, you know, talking to Gus, talking to Tyrese, and, and talking to Timmy Allen, and just, you know, it's the details. It's just the way he hones in on it and can relay the information to guys and kind of make them understand that this is what we're doing and keep them focused on the task at hand. Uh, he's been really, really good with that. So they felt prepared to the highest degree going into the game last night. I think you saw that in the way they started. Uh, but, you know, Timmy Tim went a little further than that and was saying, you know, the, the confidence that R.T. gives them, uh, you know, the way he responds to guys, the way he's always pray, he never There's never a time where he's not praising the scout team. There's never a time where when a guy makes a good play, he's not praising them. That, that positive reinforcement, uh, you know, Timmy said that's a big reason why they've got his back, and he wants us to parse it. He said, God, I think RT should get the job uh, permanently. So I had a really good conversation with Timmy. I was talking with Tyrese Hunter. I heard you talk a little bit about Tyrese Craig in the, the last segment. And, uh, you know, I asked him about, about the booze because I didn't, ex- I mean, I probably should have expected it to be like that, but uh, not to the degree it was at the beginning. And, you know,
1: and it continued at every
0: opportunity. Yeah, and he had every opportunity to just start chucking grenades uh, in the post game, but he told me point blank, Craig. He said, you know, he said, people can boo me if they want. He said, I'm not going to say anything bad about a fan base that treated me really well while I was here. He said that there are some people that don't like me. He said, that's fine, but he said, Iowa State was good to me, and I enjoyed, you know, the year that I spent there. But he, he did say, you know, it's it's easier to block that stuff out when you start knocking down threes and, and your team's winning the ball games. But there, you, you saw it. There were a couple times where where Tyrese hit a couple threes in, in the first half, and he, he left that hand up there in the pose a, a little bit longer than he might have otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. He he, he might have been feeling it a little bit. Um. All right, now Jeff. Um. Let's uh, while we well do you have something else Longhorn related this hour because I, I want to get a couple of bracket thoughts from you. Overall bracket thoughts from you. On this, in in this, no, no. Normally, I
0: like to make sure I like to make sure the listening audience gets their football fix. But we're we're all in on the
1: hoops right now. Okay, all right. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, on bracket because yesterday you and Cam and I all revealed our brackets and our selections, and 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 very early on. Now I know Cam had picked Furman, but for a lot of people, you know, when when Clark uh, just flung the ball in desperation It was picked off in midcourt and Pages hits the three-pointer. You could just hear the sound of brackets just exploding everywhere. So. so you had that. And then and then it was on that same side of the bracket, in that same region in the South, a couple hours later, you had Arizona that had a 10-point lead with eight minutes to go. It slips away to the Princeton Tigers, and again, the sound heard across the bracket world. So, you know, brackets were just getting blown up all across the area, uh, all across the around the world as well. So uh, I, you're like me. When you get on the road covering an NCAA regional, you hear of – and you see, because they'll put it up on the scoreboard occasion, or back, or maybe you're back in the press room and you watch on a monitor. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a press room and watched the end of a major upset happen in the NCAA tournament while I was at another site to do that. So you saw on that. But in looking at the bracket, uh, the seeds held the form on the very top left, Alabama and Maryland, 1-8 matchup. great game between Maryland and West Virginia went down to the waning seconds. Then you have San Diego State and Furman uh on that uh the the, later today of course is Creighton and NC State and Baylor in UC Santa Barbara and then uh you have Missouri and Princeton a 715 there then uh well first of all your thoughts on on the south there with the with the two major upsets that happened with two double digit seeds in Furman and Princeton winning their games to completely just uh, obliterate the south region bracket
0: yeah, I'll, I'll give Cam props for putting it out there and picking firm. And I, I went back and forth on that because, you know, Tony Bennett seems prone to one of these every couple tournaments. So, you know, go all in on Virginia in next year's bracket, I guess. Uh, but the Arizona one was interesting because I, I did watch that in the press room at Wells Fargo Center. And, I'm, you know, the the monitor's kind of over my right shoulder. And I kept looking up, and I'm like, okay, for instance, you know, they cut it to eight. game with about two and a half minutes left like i need to watch this so i i'll tell you what The i felt that terrible for courtney ramey uh to, you know we're trying to draw contact on on one of those possessions and then you know had a not so good look at a three and you know for him to to be on the receiving end in recent years of two of the biggest upsets we've seen in the tournament that's just i i just felt really bad for courtney last night
1: yeah you know i uh you know i i It it was not lost on me that when he hit that gigantic three when they beat UCLA last Saturday in Las Vegas, and they asked him in the post-game interview, one of the questions was, why did you come to Arizona? And he said to, to win championships or compete for championships. And I thought to myself, he got one. He got a conference tournament title, but he got that at Texas as well and and now uh, unfortunately like you said you feel bad for him here's a guy who <coughs> is part of a loss to a 14 seed and part of a loss to a 15 seed and and there was that in the um in uh, the east region <coughs> uh it uh, there was only the one game uh, or the the two games that were played the one matchup that was set up uh duke handled oral roberts um i think both of you guys picked ORU on that by the way and then, and then Tennessee really yeah. got pushed by Louisiana late, But you've got the five-four matchup in round two in the East between Duke and Tennessee.
0: Yeah, um, I I did pick Ole Roberts. So I want to I want to I apologize uh, to the listening audience for anybody that took my uh, that followed up on my pick there.
1: Was it you or was it Cam who picked? ORU to go to the Sweet Sixteen? One of you guys did. Come on, fess yeah. up.
0: I think that was Cam.
1: I think I, I think I had ORU losing in the second round. Cam, did that. you pick ORU or you to go to the me. Sweet 16? It was? Okay. All right. All right. Hey, glad you owned it. Okay. Um, uh, and then, um, and then of course, Houston and Auburn, Penn State and Texas, Kansas and Arkansas, Northwestern and UCLA. Uh, the seeds all held the form except for Penn State winning. Well, actually, Auburn was a nine seed as well in their win over Iowa. Uh, but the big story, I think, coming out of the Midwest region, Jeff, is uh, Sasser, uh, you know, saying he was good to go with that groin injury, and then playing the first half, and then having to come out, and now his status up in the air for the game tomorrow in the second round game for the Cougars against Auburn.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, Northern Kentucky kept that competitive for a much longer stretch. Than I thought they would. So props to yeah. Darren Horn for his team competing. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, if 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 Houston doesn't have Marcus Sasser, that's that's an entirely different team. Uh, you know what's interesting though, Craig? Like the games we had yesterday, none of them were really that competitive. I mean, Arkansas pulled away from Illinois, and you know Illinois made a little bit of a comeback, but I don't think they ever got within maybe five or six uh, of the lead late uh you know and penn state was over pretty much midway through the second half uh you know kansas pulled away from howard and then you know our game in the the first game of the night cap yesterday uh so maybe i don't know maybe that means we're getting some competitive basketball on saturday but yeah we, we had some it, it was it was boring in the best way possible if you're uh, if you're in chalk or in des moines
1: yeah yeah